I don't try to capture action. I try to capture feelings. Welcome to Push In, the Cinevic Podcast. I'm your host, Joyce Klein, coming to you from the unceded territory of the Lekwungen-speaking peoples, otherwise known as beautiful Victoria, British Columbia, Canada. In today's episode, I'm once again reaching out across the Pacific, but this time to a Cinevic member currently in quarantine in Tokyo because he's photography manager for the 2020 Tokyo Olympics. I'm thrilled to be interviewing our man in Japan, multiple award-winning producer, director, and photojournalist, Arnold Lim. Listing Arnold's awards would fill the whole episode, so let's just say that this tireless Leo award-winning Dynamo has twice been the winner of Telefilm's Talent to Watch program, covered the 2018 Olympics in Pyeongchang, the 2010 Vancouver Olympics, and the 2015 Pan Am Games. Arnold's normally one of the busiest guys I know, but since he's virtually imprisoned in his Tokyo hotel room, for once he had time to chat. Scene one. Welcome to Push In, Arnold. Oh, I'm so I'm so happy to be here. You know, being someone that's in quarantine right now, I'll, I'll take all the human contact I can get right now. What's quarantine like in Japan? It's one thing to be locked up in a hotel, essentially in solitary confinement, but it's another thing to not be able to leave. For the first two, three days, it affected me negatively mentally. I had never really experienced um, quite anything like that. And for the first time in my life, I felt really, really down. And I felt really, really depressed. And I didn't know where to go. And I didn't know what to do. I had filled my days with so many busy things because I'm taking a master's program right now. Uh, I had a, a grant application to hit. I was writing for the BC Arts Council. I had uh, school assignments that I need to hit, um, which I still have a deadline of today. Um, I had a number of things, and I'm working for the Olympics, so the days were full. But uh, I felt really, really trapped. But over time, through the kinship of, of some of my friends and some of the people who've reached out and through uh, the kinship of my wife and children, I, I was able to kind of climb myself out of that a little bit. But, um, you know, now it's bad, but it's not um, horrendous. So uh, I didn't want to take it too, uh, too down a place uh, right off the top, but uh, really it was challenging for there uh, for a little bit. But um, I feel like I'm coming out the other side. I'm in day 9 of 15. or oh, Sorry, day 10 of 15. I'm losing track of the time, the time of the days. And uh, um, I can see the light at the end of my window, which I can look out but cannot reach. Scene 2. Your action shots are incredible. I want to know how you managed to so brilliantly anticipate the perfect dramatic moment. Really, at the end of the day, shooting, whether you're shooting sports or you're shooting news, uh, or whether you're shooting uh, whatever event it is, especially unscripted events like uh, photojournalism or video journalism often entails, it's really about, like filmmaking, it's about preparation and understanding. It's like when I go into shoot, you know, handball or water polo or skateboarding or whatever it is, and that's the thing that I don't know or I don't understand, I really take a lot of time to follow the sport, understand the rules, to know, you know, some basic strategies on, on what that sport is and, or what that event is. You know, if it's a news event, you understand the protocols of, of how the you know police officers and, and fire people work. You know what the rules are. You know where you can be, where you can't be. And use those as tools to help you understand what the athlete wants. 
only through understanding what the athlete wants. And and when I say that, everyone wants to win gold or, or win, you know, that's great. But in the moment, you know, sports is often uh, not just like winning a race where I'm going to get from place A to place B. It's often a series of tiny little battles for them to get on and move on to the next thing and get to the next place that you want to be. If it's hockey, they had to fish the, the, the puck out of the corner and grind and get it to the point. If it's triathlon, they need to, to, to make sure that they get a great start runoff and get out in front and, and draft behind uh, someone else when they're swimming into trying to get to their final point there. You know, whatever the case may be, understand the little battles and understand the little places and where the athletes want to go. And through those little pieces of information, I find I'm better able to come at it from a place of understanding. And that's the approach that I think I take in directing film as well, is really to approach a scene and approach uh, a situation, uh, approach the script from a place of humility and really thinking about what this character wants, what this person is going through in that moment. Not just understanding the arc or the race, you know, understanding that they want to get from point A to point B to understand, to feel um, that uh, that story or character arc that you're you're trying to to show people, but to understand the little minutia of where people want to be in that moment and what they want in that moment, and it's through those little micro conflicts and and micro situations that I think film is born and through that i'm able to form the visual compositions and understand the visual storytelling as well because only through that character your main character's story are you able to tell um, the visual composition and the visual story that really drives the narrative forward without thinking about you know what i'm just going to put the camera here because i like this shot you know i try to think of what i'm going to put the camera here because really what it does it puts the uh, main characters back against the wall the edge of the frame so it looks like they're really overpowered in this particular situation or you know this position this person is feeling a certain way and i think this will amplify the situation or help the audience understand or this will be a nice contrast or or uh, this will be a, a you know a, a tonal um, match for for what this character is needing to do in the in this particular point in time so that's the way that I approach it. So really, that's my long, long, long-winded answer to a very short question. So I apologize if that was too much. Scene three. Is there a dream moment that you captured at one of these sporting events or one that you would love to capture? There was uh, a couple times when I captured something that really moved me. And one of those was shooting. It was a paratriathlon. And there was a gentleman there that was doing a triathlon and didn't have any legs. And um, this person, if you can imagine the amount of conflict that this person goes through in terms of the amount of work that goes into having to run a triathlon. So triathlon often, like when they're swimming, they use more of their arms to protect their legs when they get onto the bike and then get onto the run. This particular gentleman was using their arms for all three when I saw this person get out of the water and get onto the land with their arms and um, start running to their bike, I took a picture of this person um, getting onto the beach and just seeing the determination in this person's face and seeing how focused and how much this person has overcome in their, in their journey to be a triathlon and to do that particular uh, sport just really moved me. Um, I shot that image for uh, the International Triathlon Union, which is the biggest triathlon organization in the, in the world. And they put it up on their website. And it's, to this day, the photo that's gotten the most traction from any photo that I've ever taken, maybe in my life. And I just remember, you know, 
feeling in that moment. And if you feel in that moment, there's a much better chance that the image that you shoot will make other people feel too. And that's the thing that I try to capture on every single day. Every time I depress the shutter button, I don't try to capture action. I try to capture feelings. And that's what I go for every day. Scene four. Is there anything that terrifies you when you're covering something like an Olympic event? There isn't an event that I go into that includes the Olympics as I sit in this quarantine hotel in Japan today where I don't go in thinking that I've tricked everyone into bringing me here. It's easy to talk about imposter syndrome because we all feel it at some time or some point, but it's very real for me and I feel that every day. When I go into an event, it terrifies me to think that I won't be able to either capture that image or tell the story or that people will see me for the fraud that I am. They'll realize that they made a mistake in hiring me. So that terrifying aspect really for me is the internal battle that I fight in myself. It's a very real thing for me. It's something that I experience almost every single time I step on the stage to do whatever it is that I'm doing. When I was on set directing all of Madonna, there wasn't a day that goes by that I didn't think to myself that I was not enough. And I feel that today. Um, and I feel that when I go into the Olympic stage. You have to brush that aside, and I try to, but that's the thing that terrifies me every single day. Tail slate. Arnold, I want to thank you for a truly fantastic interview. That was so good. We're going to have to have a part two. Thank you so much for having me today. And that's a wrap. Join me, your host, Joyce Klein, for the next episode of Push In, the Cinevic Podcast. Mm-hmm.